Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and today we have back with us one of our favorite coaches, Kathy Peratt. Kathy uh, is not only a member of our Sydney virtual coaching team, but she's an educational consultant who's focused on helping instructional coaches coach with confidence. She provides on-site and virtual training as well as virtual coaching for instructional coaches and believes that every coach deserves a coach. Everyone, not just teachers, but coaches as well. Uh, and that's what we talked about last time with you, Kathy. Uh, you're also the, the co-author of The Coach Approach for School Leadership, and uh, you're currently working on your second book with our mutual friend, Kenny McKee, where you're exploring compassionate coaching practices to help release teachers' greatest potentials. So welcome to the show, Kathy. Well, thanks for having me again. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. So uh, we're going to be talking today about this uh, remote or or distance learning playbook, and you're going to tell us a little bit about it. It's it's a something that you have helped organize and are kind of help leading um, in in the coaching world. But I'm participating in it as well, and so it's so exciting to get to collaborate together. And um, I love that we get to share this project because it's something that people can still jump in on. And so we'll share how to do that right. Right. Uh, later. But go ahead and tell us a little bit about the remote or distance learning playbook. Well, you know, it started like anything. It starts with a little tweet and a little seed. Jim Knight came to the EduCoach chat and we were just been having open chats lately because through this COVID-19 experience, we we're not even sure of the topics for people. Mm -hmm. So uh, he just posed a question in that chat as far as what might a distance learning playbook look like. And we know that Jim has been talking about the playbook concept for a long time now and has um, a free version online on his website, but he also has the distance playbook book that he's written with his um, senior partners. Uh, so we know there are a lot of tools out there. And so his idea was, could we figure out what like a one page document was for this tool and what could be some checklists for them? So Joy Lunsford and Courtney Teague and I kind of all expressed interest in it. And, you know, of course, when you say, oh, that sounds like a great idea, Jim will say, and would you like to help lead this? <laughs> so we've been kind of, behind the scenes planning it. Um, it's morphed into like a crowdsourcing project for coaches. Mm -hmm. They've been coming together all over the world. And we've started to look at the high impact tools and we'll start to develop some checklists. And it's just going to be there for coaches, you know, free of charge. It isn't going to be anything that gets a, a sales price on it or anything, but it's a great way for coaches to come together, share what they know, and um, just learn together and grow together. And I'm learning some new tools along the way that I have not heard of. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been it's been exciting. And, and I did, I remember seeing that that tweet again uh, from Jim who said, uh, and by the way, <clears throat> 
if you offer a solution or an idea, you're you're also putting yourself up there to possibly run that. So, uh, so I hung back because I got a lot of my plate right now. Uh, but it's it's great to see that uh, Joy and Courtney and you are are uh, have gotten together and, and planned this, and it was exciting to. I was on the the call last week. Um, that well, two weeks ago now was the first call, and um, so that was exciting. Just we just kind of all just kind of brain dumped different mm-hmm. tools, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, elementary and secondary. And, um, you know, we're looking at continuing to do that. So, so it's definitely a crowdsourcing project. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what's also cool about this is uh, in our first meeting, we kind of everybody shared where they were from um, and we used a Padlet to, oh. I loved that y'all use Padlet yeah. in that uh, we use the Padlet to mark where we were from. And so it was really cool mm-hmm. to see that there's several little, yeah, little uh, markers where people mm-hmm. were near you and then how distributed that was. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. And we, and we know we had people from other parts of the world. I know in our classroom that we'll talk about here in a little bit, we had, you know, someone pop in from Saudi Arabia and we know it's your time zone challenged when you meet on a Thursday night, central standard time, people are sleeping in other parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, we face those challenges all the time here at Sydney because we work internationally and, and we have international, um, you know, partners and colleagues here. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, let me show, let me share a little bit of the, so we have a, a Google classroom that I believe it was Joy who, who set up this, this mm-hmm. classroom and um, it's here for us to really for you all as a planning committee to share information with us. Um, but we've started to see some people this past week or so um, mm-hmm. share some tools and we've, we're going to be diving deeper into those. So um so it's definitely pretty cool and, and great to have this online space because we're all remote right. uh, where we can come together. And learning this space because I'm not as familiar with the Google Classroom mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, I'm learning it right along with everybody else and getting connected. And we'll push out like kind of assignments, not like mm-hmm. graded and you know due date type things, but it'll we'll learn the aspects of Google Classroom as we go. And, yeah. you know, they're very similar to other, you know, platforms that teachers are using as well. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's, uh, it's again, it's been powerful because it, it is the same, similar platform, similar, uh, you know, we're learning what works for us. And so that also can inform how we can help teachers who are trying to do this with their students. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a big proponent of uh, getting to kind of get in there and, and feel it out for yourself instead of just seeing it be done or being told how to do it and then doing it. So um, it's a great hands-on learning experience for, for those of us who are involved with it as well. Mm-hmm. So tell me then a little bit about the, uh, the format that you're kind of thinking this will take form into what's the format of this playbook yeah well if you know and i'll give you the link to jim's free one on his website so that you can share that with Mm -hmm. um your listeners but in that playbook he really divides it into his big four so content planning instruction formative assessment and community building and so then he'll list tools under each one of those. So in content planning, it was um, learning maps, guiding questions, I believe are the ones that are listed there. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so we just see there would be tech tools that would go underneath 
content planning. It's not right. to say it doesn't move into the other three areas, but and it can be listed more than once. Um, in his uh, playbook, then, he's got a few guiding questions there on that one-page sheet, kind of a summary. Um, he does a hattie check as far as the research, what the point of the strategy is, what it looks like for teachers, what it looks like for students. So mm -hmm. we, we are trying to stay true to the format. Um, the, some of the questions may change on that one pager but jim really helps us with the simplicity um because even i when i try to write a blog post that maybe is 750 words it grows into you know over a thousand words you know so yeah. jim really keeps us staying simple and then we just see some checklists with it so how do you use it what are some key checklists um maybe a quick video tutorial link to it because we know how busy coaches and teachers are. And so if they had that at their fingertips and didn't have to go searching for it all, um, it just might be one way to help them save some time. Yeah. And that, that simplicity piece and, and being able to have kind of like a, here's how you get started. And here's like just the basics I think yeah. is truly important one, as we are introducing these tools to those that we're coaching, um, especially right now, right? When, when we're all kind of remote teaching with our hair on fire <laughs> um, and we're not quite sure, these are all very new to us. So, you know, right. some we've talked about before in the coach replay with other coaches, you know, making sure that we keep it simple, that we stick with what we got uh, first, like look at what you currently have available and go there. Don't try right. to go sign up for some, a whole new tool if you already have something that's going to complete the same purpose. Right. Um, but that that stands true really anytime we're getting into remote or you know tech integration is we want to start small, start simple, start with some really concrete practical ways and it should when you choose these tools, they should um, be a part of that that outcome, not I'm gonna make a new outcome for learning just so I can use the right, tool right, right, right. So um, so definitely and I know those will be some parts of that playbook is is yeah. how do we make this a meaningful integration and not just right. using it because it's super cool and we want to use a padlet exactly, right exactly exactly. So, and, yeah. you know, later on down the road, because like you said, we're all still learning these tools. Um, I've had teachers who said three weeks ago, I never knew what Zoom was. And, mm -hmm. you know, now they're doing back to back to back to Zoom meetings. Yeah. And so as coaches, you know, yes, we have to learn some of the tools right now. And we have to help the teachers with the tools because they're just spinning on a dime, teaching with their hair on fire. Mm -hmm. Um but later, how can we use these then tools in our coaching? Because, mm -hmm. you know, what, what are those reflective questions that we could ask teachers as they're using the tool so that we can maximize the use of the tool, make sure that it is meeting learning needs and not just mm -hmm. that cool thing to use. Mm -hmm. um, I think of Monica Burns and tasks before apps in her book. And, you know, we need to know the high quality tasks before we just start throwing in all these apps and right. tools. So. Right. Um, yeah. how, how to coach with it, I think will come later. Mm -hmm. um, just yeah. so, because I think school's going to look different. Yeah, fall. I was just about to say that, like, that is such a great point because like, this is not just a playbook that's going to meet the, the immediate need and right now. And then after we make it through this summer and schools reopen, we can just tuck it in the shelf to get dusty. It's going right. to be something that 
you're going to want to because schools may reopen and then close again or we, right. we just don't know i mean it could happen next in the fall it could happen yeah. in the future and and that's a that's a scary to have that kind of an uncertainty is scary but we've uh championed yeah. through this i think it's really impressive how education has responded to the circumstances oh, yeah. and so um I think that's that's the key, and that's my my silver lining. My hope for for this is that uh, this will carry the great things about this will carry into um, and change the mm -hmm. the new normal of school. So right, right, yeah, um, yeah. So so Kathy, then how can others get involved um, in this? Uh, I, I've been sharing the class code, and sometimes that works for some individuals, especially if it, it it's hard. I think you and I discovered partly if they got a school domain and they're not a Google district. Right, right. Getting into a Google classroom is kind of hard. They kind of uh, need to have some access to, to Google through that. But right, how right. would how would they get involved if they want right. to join in or just even listen in? You, you don't have to right. come in and contribute just yet, but listen, see if it's something you've got something to contribute to. Right. Well, you know, if they're on Twitter, they can certainly private tweet me and um, or follow me and I'll follow them back. I, and do it that way. I'll share my email in case they need to check in with me. That having the code to the Google Classroom, mm -hmm. if they use a personal email or in especially a Gmail, mm -hmm. um, that seems to be the easiest way to get in with the code. Right. Um, we meet on Thursday nights, Central Standard Time at seven thirty. Uh, so you know we'll be putting the Zoom link inside the classroom. We're not going to throw it out on Twitter so that we get Zoom bombed by everybody else. But um, so if they want to get in contact with me, um, see how to get into the playbook, if the code's not working for them, that is perfectly fine. You know, a crowdsourcing project, you know, the more the merrier is good, but it's also a challenge as well, just to, because everybody has the direction they want to go and the ideas that they have. And so if the playbook isn't moving in the direction that a coach would want, the templates there. And yeah. we've had even in the, um, in the classroom already, we've had a school district that's already created one and popped it in there. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's just a template to try to do the playbook at your own school. I've helped coaches with playbooks before and it's morphed into something different than gyms. Um, but still the template is about the same. Yeah. Yeah. That template. And really there, there's a lot of power in the process of building a playbook. And um, I think that does some really great things for some calibration uh, in an organization. And so, yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, whether you use the final product of this, however that might look, um, or you come in to get some ideas as you build your own and want to mm -hmm. share, share that with us, I think mm -hmm. um, this is definitely something that would benefit anybody. And again, it's, it's completely free. So you just got to reach out to uh, Kathy or myself or anybody, anybody who has been tweeting about this and talking about it. And uh, we'll kind of get you, get you in. I'll probably shuffle you onto Kathy um, because I'm not one of the planning committee members, but happy but to help. So <laughs> I can be, I, I would be happy to be. So, uh, so yeah. So, and if, if you're curious, you know, put it in the comments below here uh, on the replay show and we'll, we'll get you connected. So, well, Kathy, thank you so much for uh, 
telling us about this and sharing this. It really has, again, been really exciting to be involved in this um, project. And uh, I'm excited to see what continues out of it and the continued PLN that uh, will right. will go as, as it grows from this. So, right. Thank you. And coaches from all over and um, just learning from people because we're all kind of isolated and mm -hmm. connecting with others in a meaningful way is has helped if I'm on like day 46 right now of being isolated. And um, yep. so connecting virtually is a, a wonderful way to stay connected. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, Kathy, well, we'll see you again soon for another Coach Replay Show and audience tune in next week for our next episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show. Thanks.